Hello, welcome to Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Celia Landman, but most people just call me Landy. In today's episode, we are very privileged to have a guest again. And our guest is an English teacher, a music performer, and also a teacher of the Alexander Technique. But we'll get to that later. Theresa Lay, welcome to the program. Hi, welcome. To, uh, good to be here. And Theresa said welcome because we are in her studio. That's right. So if you hear some little bit of an echo, that's just because this is where we are. And we are very happy that we were invited to come here. Now, Theresa, we're going to come back to the Alexander Technique later. But first, I want to tell the listeners that you were actually born in Taiwan, but you were educated in America and Canada. Is that right? Yes. So tell us then, how old were you when you went there and why did you go there? Okay, so I was born in 1989, and when I was about one, we moved to Orange County, Los Angeles, and we stayed there for about three years, and then we came back to Taiwan, um, stayed here for about seven years, so I went to school here and um, learned Chinese properly, and then went back to the States again in 2010. Oh, so about 10 years old, 11, and finished my middle school, high school, and then for university, I went off to Vancouver, Canada, and was there for about nine years. So you are really, you spend about, about the same amount of time here and there? I would say I spent more time in North America than I did in Taiwan. But in your heart, are you a North American or a Taiwanese? In my heart, I'm very confused. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to find myself, but yeah. So then, when you went to university, what was your major? I studied in horn performance. The French horn? The French horn, yes. Yeah. Now, so you studied music? Yes. In your, in your course, well, first of all, let me ask you this. Why did you choose the French horn? Because I was enticed to, to pick up this instrument because it was easier to get into college. Um, I used to play the trumpet, and then we had an instructor coming in to try to recruit some horn students because there aren't that many in the world. And he said, if you play well, then it will be easier for you to apply to colleges. And so in my 11-year-old heart, I was like, yeah, I want to go to universities. Let me just switch the horn. Yeah. But you were originally a trumpet player. I was, yes. Is it very different, the trumpet and the French horn? Um, not that much. They're quite similar. They're in the same brass family, but personalities are different. Now, isn't it right that when you are a music student, that you have to have a first instrument and a second instrument? Or did you only have the French horn? I only play the French horn, but you need some basics in the piano. I see. Yeah. All right. Now, you also, at the moment, you don't actually teach music, but you do perform. I do perform, but not music in a traditional sense. Right. So explain to us what that means. So I've actually stopped playing the French horn, and that's kind of a long story we won't get into here. Um, but in the process of you know, trying to find myself and kind of falling in and out of the passion with the horn, I've found movement and music and kind of the interdisciplinary space between these things. And then I found that you're able to perform music without the instrument. And so, that's, I mean, it sounds really abstract, but through the body and through objects around us, we're able to create music in a different way. That's not so much the classical sense. Very interesting. All right, now let's get to the Alexander Technique. <laughs> Great. 
can you explain to to us exactly what that is? Is that that's not music, is it? No, it's not music, but I came to it from music. So maybe I'll talk just really briefly about how I came across the Alexander Technique. Um, when I was doing my music degree um, in my early 20s, I was in a lot of pain physically and mentally and emotionally, but mostly just physically and coming from, you know, practicing half an hour each day to having to play your instrument, for, you know, between six and seven hours a day. I um, picked up a few injuries along the way, um, quite a bit actually, in my early 20s. And um, I sought out different modalities to try and quote-unquote fix my body, to not be in so much pain, but none of them really, really worked. And so I ended up taking you know, pain medication and seeing counselors and stuff like that for my mental issues. Um, But eventually, I was recommended to an Alexander Technique teacher. And within half an hour of a lesson, I was able to experience something differently in my body. And I was very, very curious. So I ended up taking lessons, private lessons, for about two years. Um, and then eventually trained to become a teacher. And that was a three-year process of training. And so what the technique is, is that you're, we're teaching students to to observe how they're moving. We're looking at habits, um, we're learning to, to stop these habits, and we're learning to create something different in our bodies because we move the same way as we think. If we don't have a brain, then we don't move. And so we can you know, observe how we're doing it and through the process of re unlearning some of the bad habits, start to move differently and start to feel and think differently. But it's not yoga, right? No, it's not yoga. Yoga is about uh, yoga is a different uh, um, different process of working with the with your body, mind, and spirit. Um, they all have connections, but they're all very, very different. I see. And now you you actually teach this technique. You have uh, do we call them students or clients or uh, customers? Students. So students. Alexander Technique is an education process. Yeah, it's not a come and I'll fix your body. No, it's more like, come and I'll teach you what you're doing in your body that might be creating some harmful habits, such as tension or pain or, or whatever. And is it easy to find? Are there many people who would like to learn about this? Or how does it... Are you busy with this uh, teaching? Um, I'm not busy, mostly because I haven't been putting in a lot of work of advertising. And, but I do have students coming in, which is the strange part. I guess by word of mouth. Um, it's hard to talk about the technique, it's easier to experience it in the body. And so once someone has just experienced no pain from being in pain all the time, then it's something that they're curious about and they're wanting to talk about it. You know, so I get lots of students coming in after experiencing lots of pain for a very long time and having found no solutions to, to solving the problem. So yeah. So that's good because you, you're actually helping people. I don't like to say helping. I like to say I'm teaching. I think they're two very, very different things. Well, we are sitting here in Teresa's studio where she teaches people the Alexander Technique. And, uh, and we are visiting this morning and we are very happy for the invitation to be here. So Teresa, just, let's just move for a moment away from the Alexander Technique. And you also teach English. I do, yes. Where, where do you do that? Um, Columbia English Institute. Oh. 
I don't actually know the official name of my school, but it's a it's a Bushiban here in Taipei. Yeah. And, and how old are your students? I teach primarily four and a half to six year olds. Yes. Oh. So babies. Yeah. Now let's see. So you studied in the Alexander Technique to be an Alexander Technique teacher in yes. in Canada. Yes. And then. What made you finally decide to come back to Taiwan and kind of settle here? Um, I couldn't get a Canadian permanent residency. And all my life I've been fighting to get settled in different countries. So I wasn't able to get you know, permanent status in the States. And so that's why I went to Canada. And then I couldn't get permanent status there. And so I came back to Taiwan. Um, but then I realized that I haven't been home in so long that maybe it was the right time to make that decision to come back. And now, are you really used to Taiwan now? Does it feel like home? Hey, that's a loaded question, I think. <laughs> hey, now, I mean, I have a different perspective now compared to when I had just come back, but um, I don't think there's much to get used to. I, I, people are very malleable in that sense that we, we kind of go with the, or I go with the flow anyway. Um, and for home, I don't, I'm not really sure what that means to me yet. And, but do you miss North America? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, do you miss your home? Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. So is there in your life, in one day, is there enough time to balance the Alexander Technique, your music and your teaching, English teaching? Yeah. So after four years of working through all of that, I this semester finally has, I finally found some balance and it's been very good for my overall health. And so I do teachings on different days. I have time to myself. I have time to rest. I have time to work when I really need to. I have time to rehearse. Um, yeah, so it's been good. Great. Now, in the middle of May for a while, yes. we were under a level three lockdown. Right. Did you then not work at all? No, I worked a ton. Oh my gosh. Um, I was teaching online for entire summer. Um, so starting May, June, July, and then August, right? That's, yeah, four months. Yeah. Um, teaching online English. So imagine the four and a half year olds having to sit in front of the computer and then teaching from Monday to Friday from 1 to 6.30 and then prepping three classes. Well. The, the good news is you didn't actually, like some teachers lost their income, but exactly, it, it yeah. didn't happen to you. Yeah, so, so that's I'm the good news. Grateful for that. Yes. And now things are slowly getting back to normal. Yes. During the level three pandemic, could you welcome students here in your studio? No, I didn't teach at all um, in my studio. I just stayed at home. I didn't want to come outside. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, do you have any near or distant future plans or projects in mind? Yeah, I have a performance that I'm preparing for um, that's coming up in May at the Taichung National Theater. Um, so that's a big project um, that's in preparation and that's something that I'm really looking forward to and probably the biggest thing that I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. Now, I know you have a, you have a website where, where you, you're about your Alexander Technique, yes. which I've seen. Yes. Can you maybe tell our listeners how they can find that? Uh, www.cherrysalei.com Yeah, and then there's an English version and there's a Mandarin version as well. So, so www.cherrysalei, Teresa with T-H? T-H, yes. And uh, L-E-I, Teresa L -E -I, Lei. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, 
Teresa, thank you very much for, uh, for talking to us. Thank you for having me. And that is the end of this episode of uh, Landy's Taiwan Diaries. We hope you enjoyed this uh, chat we had with Teresa. And uh, until next time, all the best. Goodbye. <music>